We have to talk about. She was. Mm, mm, mm. Um, why do you think I'm a decolletage? <laughs> I was about to say slutty mommy boobs, and then I didn't. This is like the movie of mommy issues, y'all. Like sexy, mo- like hot mom, like milf, milf issues. Mommy Welcome to issues. Generation. <laughs> why am I like this? I'm Liz. I'm Alec. And I'm embarrassed. I'm Casey. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we look back at mommy movies and some of our favorite <laughs> pop culture moments from our childhoods. And this week, we are talking about Sleepy Hollow. Obviously, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's Hollow. Ew, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do not like that. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Speaking uh, of, my mom just called me. <laughs> <laughs> well... Sorry, that's a mom. different. That's a different kind of mom. Okay, we're talking about. She literally was calling me to be like, "You need to stop talking." <laughs> so I can hear you all the way from Missouri. <laughs> With this mic, she probably can. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about Sleepy Hollow. We're talking about the 1999 film Sleepy Hollow. Uh, which it was weird when I looked that up. I was like, "Dang, this is a '90s movie, technically. Like, it's just right at the end." I mean, because it doesn't feel like it to me in my no. brain. I I think of this movie as like mid 2000s or something, but uh, it is 1999. So uh, I guess I do put in early 2000s, or in you know, it has an 80s feel to it, though. Um, yeah, it feels I mean, old. to me, it feels like high school, and I never watched it in high school. I don't know why I think that. I think it's just because it's all the the Tim Burton and Johnny Depp of it all make me feel like it's yeah. later than it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this movie came out in 1999, directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, and then a bunch of people from Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and... sorry though, they could have swapped out Christina Ricci with like, I don't know a cat in a wig like it she was giving nothing this whole movie well that part's nothing she's supposed to be I mean, like true. mysterious and i like christina ricci but like she just was yeah. so flat the whole movie the only she thing she gives cute. though is like sick victorian face which is all she has yeah to do. yeah she does look she does like she's gonna die any way. moment yeah mm-hmm. i think and, that's just like a time period tim burton though Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, every female character in this movie is either just, like, nothing or evil, so. Or, like, sexy and evil, or, like, big mommy milkers, like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking, if that's his kink, then Corpse Bride has, like, a very different vibe to it. The Corpse Bride literally looks like she's dead because she is dead, like, why isn't that his kink? But that's what I'm saying. I was like, now it's a whole movie about his kink because she's literally dead, as opposed to just looking dead. I mean, to be fair, like, all of his characters look kind of emaciated and dead, like, throughout a lot of his movies. So I don't think it's just a female thing. Like, that's just, like, a Tim Burton (laughs) aesthetic vibe thing. Yeah, his kink doesn't know gender, okay? No. no. (laughs) The only thing bigger than the eyes of the ladies in his movies are their jugs. I mean, this is in a time period. It's set in a time period that makes me think like Ren Fair, like the dresses, the way that the dresses fit. It's yeah. like you just cinch and like, yeah. like lift those things up. 
right. So, I mean, that definitely helps everybody. You it just know? sounds like, like you like... were shooting these people with shotguns, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Push up them jugs. <laughs> there were a lot of guns in this movie. Uh, but... Oddly enough, oh, I love the old guns, too, whenever they have, like, the pipe cleaner in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so they menacing. pack the, the black, the, the gunpowder down. I, but yeah. it's just a big pipe cleaner. They're yeah. doing arts and crafts in there. <laughs> um, so just a little bit of background that I found pretty interesting about this movie uh, was, so Kevin Yeager, I think is how you pronounce his name, was originally set to direct this movie. Uh, and Kevin Yeager is a prosthetics, like makeup props person. Um, oh. he actually created the OG Chucky doll and did cool. like Freddy makeup and stuff like that. Like, so lots of really iconic horror makeups. And this movie was supposed to be just like a straight up slasher movie, which I think it still definitely has slasher vibes. And you can tell they kept yeah. some of the original concept moving over to Tim Burton, but basically like him and Paramount had some disagreements. And so then Tim Burton came into direct and Kevin still helped with the like prosthetics and makeup and stuff like that for the movie though. Um, but I also, did you see how they got Tim Burton though? No. Cause he was supposed to be working on his Superman, Superman. film yeah. starring Nicholas Cage. Uh-huh. Um, and then after like trying to do that on pre-production so much, like it just crumbled and fell to pieces and the studio yeah. was like, but we have this other spooky thing for you to do. <laughs> yeah. I just love yeah, it. So they moved him off of that, which, uh, I didn't know this, but I guess, um, spoiler to the Flash movie from this year, there was a reference to that Nick Cage uh, Superman mm-hmm. movie, I guess, in the Flash movie I heard about. Oh, is that the movie that they like CGI'd all those people in too? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> like Christopher Reeves or whatever who's dead. Yeah. So like, oh, you're dead? You can still be in the movie. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but another thing about Kevin Yeager that I think is kind of fun is he also, which I like already knew this, but then I was reading about him in connection to this movie and I was like, oh, it's the same guy. What a weird little, like, I just recently read about this, but he directed, uh, Hellraiser Bloodlines and then proceeded to adopt a like stage name to take on as director for that movie because he hated the movie so much because the studio like changed the editing that like oh, they basically damn. like totally okay. changed like what he did for the movie and so he hated the outcome and so he has a fake name for his like director of that movie because he didn't want to be actually connected to it. Is that the one that just came it. out? The most recent one? No. No, it's oh, okay. uh it has a uh, Adam Scott in it, like baby Adam Scott um weird. in it and it's like a weird Hellraiser's in space and then they also go back in time. It's a whole thing. Uh, I I recently have been watching like a lot of the older Hellraiser movies, and then I just recently watched like all the Chucky movies. So um, it's just kind of a weird go. He shaved. (laughs) Um. So yeah, sorry my my husband just popped into the frame and had just shaved all of his facial hairs away. (laughs) It was it was shocking. Um, okay. Ooh, ah! <laughs> ah! No, no beard or mustache. Um, okay. So, anyways, I just thought that was kind of fun stuff because, like, it was stuff that recently I've been 
consuming anyways. Like, I've been watching a lot of these Hellraiser and Chucky movies, so I was like, oh, hey, what a weird connection to this movie. Yeah, I didn't Um, know Hellraiser went into space, because slasher movie villains in space is my favorite genre. It is. I will say, I like, I don't hate Bloodlines. I thought it was actually kind of fun. (laughs) Um, So, I would say, check it out if you if you feel like watching a so-so slasher movie uh, i love a so-so slasher movie yeah i mean who doesn't i just watched Jason. seed of chucky and it was an Ooh. absolute delight i had never seen amazing. it so it was amazing. i always say jason x is my favorite horror film that after carrie hilarious jason x is so good uh the other thing that i thought was fun was with the marketing of this movie there they launched a website which you can go check out in the way way back mach- or the way back machine or whatever um, oh. if you've ever used that because if you go to sleepyhollowmovie.com now it's not the sleepy hollow movie website but if you use the way back machine and do it you can actually go check out the website and it was pretty fun to check out cuz i i was just kind of like clicking around it but basically it was a pretty big like or Someone claimed it's the most ambitious online launch of a motion picture to date. So it was like a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, in 1999. Was it a GeoCities website? <laughs> it, Angel Fire. It looks pretty nice, honestly. It has like a cool flash video intro, like where it's like spooky trees and like they're like, welcome to Sleepy Ooh. Hollow, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> whatever. Welcome to Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty fun. And you can you could basically like watch movies watch behind the scenes stuff you could click through like they had images of um the like sets and locations and you could kind of click through them like you were touring almost mm-hmm. um and just lots of fun stuff on there and i feel like that's a, a lost art now it's just like how we've talked about dvd features and like extra things on a dvd like Mm-hmm. movie websites don't exist anymore it's all just like yeah. the social media maybe and like you barely get anything out of it um but yeah i mean like this website had like you could download uh desktop backgrounds for your computer and like Sick. make little online postcards and send them e- via email to your friends like shit like that you know like that just doesn't exist anymore no um and i thought that was fun because i missed that part of the internet um this movie also won an Oscar for Best Art Direction the year that it came out, oh, which I thought was kind of cool. interesting. Um, and overall, it had pretty positive reviews from critics. Uh, it you know praised the acting and direction of the film. Uh, I mean, as we've already mentioned, Christina Ricci doesn't feel like she's giving that much. Uh, I think Johnny Depp I... is a fun Ichabod. Yeah, I say that um, lovingly, though. I mean, like, I love Christina Ricci, but yeah, just, I mean, I do like too. Casey said, there's nothing for her to do in this movie. It's yeah. oh yeah, it's so she's monotonic. giving nothing, but I don't think yeah. she needed to give anything. <laughs> yeah, there were some moments in this movie, though. I was like, was that supposed to be funny? Is that like supposed to be a little joke? Like the part, I, not to jump too far ahead, but the part like toward the end where he burns his little notebook, but it's like the little doodles and like hearts and stuff. I'm like that's funny to me that's like really that he was just like writing her name and like little hearts around it like a middle schooler in the 90s it was yeah really silly yeah i did find it interesting i read that depp took inspiration from angela lansbury's performance in death on the nile for his characterization of ichabod he felt like ichabod 
uh, had a, more of a femininity to him and like really played that up, which I thought, I mean, I think that was a good, he said he stayed away from just being like a scaredy cat totally and more played into the femininity of the character, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, he is also still being a scaredy cat in yeah. parts of it. And he has, like, that whole thing where he has an aversion to, like, blood and gore and stuff, um, mm-hmm. which I think is funny. But I, I don't know. I liked his characterization of, of Ichabod. You know, I also grew up watching the cartoon, the, like, old Sleepy Hollow cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. With the very ridiculous Ichabod in that. And, I mean, I feel like he does a good job of, like, you know, still having that kind of vibe, but making it a little bit more human. Yeah, um, well, and then you get, like, this whole backstory about why he is how he is, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's ever been part of this story before, but, like, it's, you know, it did definitely add more uh, depth to his character. Yeah. Yeah. It Johnny sucks that Depp. he sucks. It sucks that Johnny Depp is a bit... Piece of shit. Yeah. So, but, yeah. oh, well. well. Allegedly. I mean, I'm. I'm taking I feel, I feel pretty strongly that he's probably a shithead. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that other people haven't also been bad people in their relationships, but he's had too many people say shitty things about him for me yeah. to not think that. He's... I can't speak to if he's done anything illegal, but he seems like an asshole. So yeah, yeah, exactly. What? Um, I agree. I completely agree. Before <laughs> Liz, did you? Is this a movie you saw? Like when it came out like in the year 1999 or i don't think so this was a movie that i purchased at blockbuster as like a you know previously owned dvd um so and then added to the collection so i i definitely went through a tim burton phase like late in high school early college kind of vibes and i was very into tim burton and and made sure to watch all of his stuff so i feel like that it just happened in that time so i was sorry oh i was gonna say i feel like this is one of tim burton's more like violent like truly violent movies like yeah yeah it which is different like because this movie's rated r and not like not many of his other movies are rated like a full r now i will say beetlejuice is like i think beetlejuice is one of the first ever pg-13 movies because um it was just before PG-13 was really existed, but they were like, hmm, he sure says a lot of inappropriate things in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they made it a higher rating than PG, but... Um, yeah. yeah uh, Alec and Casey, what what's your background with this movie? I don't... I'm trying to remember the first time I saw... I avoided this movie for a long time because I infamously hate horror movies and yeah. I hate being scared and I hate gore. Um, but I knew of this movie... But I can't remember the first time. I, it might have been like in college or late high school or something. Um, but it was definitely close to a decade, if not a decade, after it came out. Oh, uh, I think I like similar to you, Liz. I think I got it from Blockbuster. Like I rented it yeah. um, whenever it became available to rent. Because I remember seeing this pretty young. But I don't know. I also I vividly remember and um. It would have been in the sixth grade, so that's 2000. Um, We did, like, we read the story of Sleepy Hollow and, like, talked about it and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, a deep dive into it. And so I think I was also like, 
that thing we just talked about in school. Yeah. There's a movie of it. And so then like rented it. So I think it was around that time. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, I did. It was like when the Tuck Everlasting movie came out and I was like, I read that. <laughs> I'm going to watch this movie. So boring. Alexis Bledel, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be that annoying person and just be like, the actual town of Sleepy Hollow is about an hour and a half north of New York City, and I've made it a tradition to go every year. And it's really fun. It's a super cute town. And if the two of you ever come and visit, like, in the fall, or, I mean, I guess we could go any time of year, but it's super easy to get up there. And it's really cute, and you can just walk around. The cemetery is gorgeous. Um, yeah, and obviously they play it up because it helps with tourism. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Come visit. Spooky. Or I can just go to Sleepy Hollow. We can just yeah. meet you there. Yes. You just go without me. Yeah, I can drive myself. I I'm can there drive right myself now. to Sleepy Hollow. I'm, I'm, I'm in Sleepy's Hollow. <laughs> sleepiest, the sleepiest hollow that ever hollowed. Yeah, it's actually named after Sleepy, <laughs> one of the dwarves. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I do, <laughs> I do specifically remember that I did loan this DVD to someone in college and then I didn't get it back. And I was Who was it? Mad. Call them out. We can we can cut it out. Wait, wait. Well, can I guess who it was? Sure, wait, no. but I don't think you'll guess. I was gonna say Nikki, but she probably had her own copy. Yeah. Uh, will we like, be seeing them? Was it? In, were they in the theater department? <laughs> no, but they mm. lived on my. They lived in my dorm, and I feel like they crossed over with some theater people. Mm. Uh, her name was like Courtney something. Courtney Act. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney who? It wasn't Nikki's roommate, Courtney, from like that first year we were there, was it? Maybe. Hold on, I just recently like followed her again on. You should Facebook message her and be like, bitch, I'm still waiting for that movie. Right, you've recently just forgave her, but now we're bringing up all of this again. And you're like, you know what, I don't actually. Give I me actually my don't. movie back. I don't really care about it. I never really cared that much about it. Otherwise, I probably would have bothered her about it. But uh, I'm just it was just something I remember happening. This is her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Nikki's roommate that first year. We yes. Were there. Okay. She's nice. I liked her. Yeah, she was nice. I like her too. Um, I just remember... And honestly, she could have ended up giving it back to me. I have no idea, but I just felt like... <laughs> you just wanted so to you called drag her out. someone's <laughs> reputation through the mud. No. Um, I just felt, I, I know I didn't get it back for a while, but it mm. maybe eventually made it, made its way back. Do you, you um, can just call her still, out. Do either of you still have, like, a lot of DVDs? I have you a box have, like, in my basement with DVDs in it, but. Okay. I and I know Casey has, like, like box storage. Okay. Yeah. So but I'm, it's like, all in storage now. I always feel insane when Isaiah and I are like, let's watch a movie, and we pull out like the big DVD holders and like slam I know, them down the table. You do have the binder with the like. You guys got rid of your cases, which is smart. Well, Isaiah likes to keep like he'll buy a movie, even a used movie like that he's really attached to, and he's like, I have to keep the case. I'm like, we physically can't fit any more shit into this apartment. You cannot keep that case. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, my guy. But same, though. I'm like, if I don't have the case, do I still actually own the DVD? Yes, you do. <laughs> like, it's not like we pull out the cases and look at, look at them longingly. It's fine. Although, I'll say, I don't know the last time I watched an actual DVD, because we have a Blu-ray player, which you can play DVDs in, but, like, the format's always wonky. Hmm. And so, like, I can't... <laughs> Half the time at the very bottom is, of the screen is where they actually have, like, the selection tool of, like, play the movie or go to this menu... For some reason, I can't see that. 
no matter oh. what I do. So I'm just like, I don't know. I guess I can play this. Because half the time, if I'm watching a DVD, I would want to do it for the special features. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> I'm that person. So I just stopped. I gave up on DVDs and they gave up on me. Yeah, it's there's just so much content in the world that I, I rarely ever rewatch anything at this point. Like, it, unless it's for this or, like, a really specific thing. And usually it'll be, like, I'm going to Screenland to watch it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, I will say um, that my DVD collection has come in handy doing this podcast. Because I'm usually yeah. like, this one, like, really niche thing. And then the two of you are like, how do I watch that? And I'm like, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got it on DVD. I can find it. I can find it. I apparently um, I have, so. <laughs> well, let's get into the movie a little bit. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Now that we've talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, there's a movie. You know, yeah, we, we are talking about a movie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the movie opens very, like, setting the atmosphere, it's spooky, there's a headless horseman, there's a scarecrow with a pumpkin head. Ah, great imagery. Yes. I love the vibes right off the bat, and you definitely feel the, like, this is a slasher movie kind of almost immediately, because it's just, like, like, cuts the head off, there's blood, like, splatter, um... Yeah, I mean, you just get that, like, this is going to be an actually spooky movie. Uh, this is a weird movie, because it does feel kind of like um, Law & Order in this time yeah. period, like, yeah. a little bit. Like, it's like, oh, we're just solving a... I mean, I don't know why, because everything is a mystery. I mean, there's a lot of mystery movies that don't feel like Law & Order, but to me, this just does, because I guess Ichabod's, like, a whatever the fuck he is. What 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 is his position? A constable. He's Constable. Wait. Yeah, Constable Crane. Make a Okay. Crane. Mm-hmm. So he's like a detective-y science detective yeah. guy. It's yeah. the fact that like he's literally like looking at a corpse. Like he's actually yeah. doing like an autopsy kind of stuff. But he's also yeah. like Sherlock Holmes with it, where he like blows some powder on something. He's like, you could tell that uh, there's a chemical reaction, and then walks away. I know like, none okay. of that stuff is like logical whatsoever. <laughs> but no, yeah. like he is. You know the name, the word, the title constable makes me worried. Makes makes me want to say a cab, but he is like the person who is like arguing with the police or the judge or whoever, and is like, yeah. don't just burn this body. Let's try to find out what happened because mm-hmm. they discover a body in the water, and he's like, let's figure out the cause of death. And they're like, they drowned, and he's like, you don't know that for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Let's check the lungs. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we get introduced to Ichabod as this constable character, and then basically he immediately gets sent to Sleepy Hollow because they've been having some issues there. Also, they're just people. annoyed with him. They're like, "Let's get him yeah. out of our hair in New York they're City like, for a while." Let's just send him off to this fucking place where people get keep getting decapitated. Yeah, and see if he can figure this out because none of us want to deal with it. So <laughs> it, it kind of made me think of the start to Hot Fuzz, whenever <gasps> mm, he's like, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so good just like solving the crime they're like get out of here (laughs) yeah and they're like just go to this place where nothing happens and then there's this like crazy plot (laughs) (laughs) you know what if you Um, dissected the stories they would be the exact same honestly (laughs) it feels very similar (laughs) um so yeah he gets to sleepy hollow the people there are like hello welcome to sleepy hollow a lot of people are getting their (laughs) heads cut off And they're like, and the heads are gone. Okay? The heads are gone. Uh, Which is pretty spooky. Um, It is. Honestly. I will. It is. It is. It's like, there's just a body, no head. If we can be real for a moment, just be real serious. That's scary. 
Yeah. They do take it a little bit more serious than like Clue last episode. There's a little yeah. bit more seriousness yeah. to the the bodies being there. Yeah. Um, they're like, this is a bad thing. Yeah. That we should stop. Many As for Clue, they're like, is it so bad? <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, but other person's dead. Also, no one gets decapitated um, in Clue, so. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Gam- Gamden, Gambin, I don't know how to say his name, but he plays Dumbledore in Harry Potter, like, in the starting with the third movie. Um, and I feel like he's very good at telling creepy stories because as soon as he goes into like, I'm going to tell you about Sleepy Hollow and the legend of the Headless Horseman, it reminded me a lot of that scene at the beginning of the third Harry Potter movie where he's like, (laughs) he's like, (laughs) and even with the lights out, like whatever the fuck his little like monologue is at the beginning of the year, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen them. And movies. the lights go out. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know what he says. He like puts a light yeah. out of the candle and then he lights it again. Like, you yeah, know. It's some inspiration. It's like, even in the darkest times, it's yeah. still fine, I guess. Yeah. Why'd you put your name into the goblet, Harry? <laughs> Just like Harry, uh, you're pretty cool. <laughs> That same, like, the way he was giving this speech, it was reminding me a lot of that intro to the third Harry Potter movie. Uh, but also, Jeffrey Jones is in this movie, who's from Beetlejuice, who plays, like, Lydia's yeah. dad. Yep. And he feels so out of place to me in this room. Like, I feel like he looks so weird with this fucking wig on. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as he just, like, they pan over and he's there, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he's he also... Just... I forgot that he's, like, such a tall guy. Because, like, the, yeah. also the way they shoot him, he's, like, the one standing up. And, like, he's much taller than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was trying to be, like, what do I know him from? And, like, his stats were, like, he's, like, 6'3 or 6'4. He's just, like, a tall dude. Yeah. He just looks... To me, like, uh, there's, like, this phenomenon called selfie face uh, in today's, like, mm-hmm. in modern day. Where people talk about, like, oh, Kim Kardashian could never be in, like, a period movie because... Mm. I mean, first of all, her acting is bad, but like her face. <laughs> Burn. Well, I just started. I tried to watch the first episode of the new American Horror Story, and she is. Don't do bad. it. Don't support struck labor. Oh, is that? They continued filming during oh. the strike, and Ew. like, well, I um, gave up midway Ryan through Murphy, the episode because it well, was good. fucking bad, anyways. Well, and but... Ryan Murphy like bullied all of the cast into basically staying with the show and like coming into oh. work. Yeah, ew, gross. Yeah. Okay, well, even better reason to not watch it. But uh, it's basically just like people <laughs> have done, you know, either had like actual surgeries or just like the way that their face looks and like what. Yeah. Like they do to their face, the eyebrows, whatever. They just immediately don't fit in that time period. And that's what I feel like when I see Jeffrey Jones. I'm just like, I don't believe you exist in this time period for some reason. Like he just looks like he should be in the eighties and nineties. Like I just don't Yeah. No, it's wild. See I him there. I was talking to like my students about it too, because as I said, we've been watching Degrassi. And yeah. even then, they looked at the kids like, oh my gosh, they got like the oldest actors to play this. And I was like, these are actually age appropriate actors. Yeah. These, yeah. I was like, this is just how people looked. Like, yeah. I, to them, I was like, you all look like you're 12 to me still. And not just because you're younger than me, but like people just look younger and it keeps yeah. happening. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like, there's like a, a weird dichotomy though, because 
at the same time i'm like yeah some of these people who are 18 look like they're 12 but at the same time i see 14 year olds and i'm like are you 21 like what is going on that whole like the yassification of like euphoria high school girls Mm -hmm. i'm just like what is because they look so mature and it's not like a read on what they're doing it's just like i don't understand how old people are because i'm in a different generation well i just watched that bat mitzvah movie the like you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah and like the main girl is turning 13 and like i think they got actual kids they all look pretty young but then at the same time they're like hanging out and i'm like god i'm so happy i wasn't like 13 when like people were actually fashionable and like wore like like i'm like how they all look like i'm like over here like i remember wearing like layered t-shirts and thinking oh this is cute (laughs) i'm slaying (laughs) i i was happy back then that i had a school uniform and i'd be even more happy today that i had a school uniform to be like i can't afford this i know we have to go shopping again because you've seen this outfit and you will like put me on blast apparently like anyone would have cared what i was wearing why am i talking about it (laughs) i mean this is a very relevant conversation to the movie sleepy hollows um uh yeah so jeffrey jones looks like a weirdo in this movie and um hey he still got he still got some action so he's doing fine either way (laughs) he still got some action from the stepmama yeah oh, yeah no he did arguably oh the gosh. hottest character in the whole movie i can't tell if the stepmom or johnny depp's mom is the hottest character in the movie um, yeah but not to kink shame because and not <laughs> to jump too far into that moment but gross um <laughs> i literally wrote in my notes kinky dot 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 <laughs> i it was when he licks her hand no oh, thank you yeah it's a it, it's a step too far yeah blood not for casey's yeah um, that wasn't like that didn't there wasn't a I, reason for that right no i thought it was like a this, rich like a ritual because she was like i'm a witch or whatnot spoilers um no. but no she's like i'm gonna cut my hand rub my blood on your back and then he's gonna like lick the open wound and she's like yeah it's good time well because johnny Depp catches <laughs> him and she pulls out the knife and he's like oh she's gonna kill him but no she just cuts her own hand no anyway she, sorry Liz. <laughs> no it's okay I mean, basically, then we do see the headless horseman. Um, he kills someone. I also wrote down that's Christopher a... Walken. Yeah, but we haven't oh, seen wait. the reveal. I we got the story though, right? Yeah, we did get the story, and we see yeah. that it's Christopher Walken. Like oh, as soon as the story pointy, makes... pointy little yeah. teeth. He's yeah, serving in this movie. Teeth. Honestly, he's great. He is. He, is he doesn't speak, I know. and he does an amazing what a great performance. Role. <laughs> I yeah. want that role. Although I was watching a thing that said that he was actually really nervous and scared about this role because oh. he'd never ridden a horse before. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> so he had to learn for this. The, the uh. fact that that's the same person who plays the fucking dad in Hairspray, the movie adaptation, is just like hilarious yeah. to me. Um, and I mean, in case you didn't know, he also wasn't the actual headless horseman. He only played the horseman when it was Christopher Walken's head. <laughs> And some other guy wore a blue hood, basically, yes. to be CGI'd out. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, he had, like, a ski mask. It wasn't yeah. anything wild. It was, like, a blue knit ski mask. Uh, yeah. It was a guy who played a Darth Maul in the first Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. He's the reason yeah. that Darth Maul has an ear piercing. Yeah. He's the reason why oh, Darth Maul's yeah. a little he, I feel like fruity. Yeah, because he <laughs> left his ear piercing in and forgot about it. And then they were like, well, fuck, we just filmed a bunch of stuff with Darth Maul. So I guess now canon, Darth Maul will always have this ear piercing forever. <laughs> it's space. It's fine. 
Which is okay. Oh, yeah. I will say, though, going, like, the effects in this movie are pretty good. Like, they don't I really, agree. And I think that's part of why I'm always surprised it's, like, early, it's, like, 1999 is when this movie mm-hmm. came out, is because it doesn't look like they CGI'd someone's head out. And even, like, the beheadings and... Like obviously, like they play with color saturation, and like the blood is really, really red, and everything else is red, or everything else is really gray. But like, it looks good. Like this is like Tim Burton doing his thing, and like I don't know, no wonder it got an Oscar for art direction. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact about that, because they did. There's a blue filter on this. It's very Twilight before Twilight. Uh, (laughs) But to get the blood looking red, because they knew they wanted so much, they have bright orange like mm. blood that they actually used in it so okay. that after the blue filter had come off as like this red because it still reads like a super vibrant fake blood red though. yeah like yeah. it's yeah it's almost like cartoonishly red which is perfect for the movie but i was like uh, that's just so cool of like color theory and working on it and being yeah. like this shade of orange okay that's what we want it's fun that is cool yeah i love the i wrote that in my notes i said love the color of the blood also, um, the beginning of the movie where they trick you and they're like, "This is—is is this blood? No, it's just the wax on the seal of the letter oh, or the yeah. will." Yeah, that is fun. Um, so I did write down that the sword that the horseman has is super fucking sharp, and how I was impressed by that because I Never can't dulls. keep my knives that sharp. And <laughs> oh yeah. I'm over He's here like, I'm not cutting cord. heads off. Like, yeah. I'm just and... going through a chicken breast and I'm having a hard time. He's going through bone. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Bone. Bone. And it's like that sword is old as fuck. So somebody must be like sharpening it or something. I don't know. There's Well, what else is he's doing it with his teeth? That's why there's something. <laughs> 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 ah. Um, and then we also do see that like at one point the townspeople like try to scare Ichabod by dressing like the headless horseman and they throw a pumpkin at him, which I will say really good aim and also the whole scenario of them throwing the pumpkin at his head is very funny to watch like it's like the pumpkin goes like straight like it's very like fake looking (laughs) but it's like (laughs) straight and then when it hits his head it's just so comically silly like it's just like yeah like (laughs) gets him right in the head it explodes Um, i'm surprised he didn't burn to death from it i I every time i watch that scene i think it's a dream sequence because of how fake it looks compared to everything else in the movie Mm -hmm. and then that little the guy from starship troopers that's the guy who's the douche in this oh that christina ricci's with it at the beginning yeah yeah uh, have y'all seen starship troopers no maybe uh, uh, okay move move on <laughs> um so we also i did want to point out that uh ichabod shows christina ricci's character who i'm not gonna what's her name in the katarina katrina 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 yeah okay uh, so he shows her like a thromatrope which is like the little mm. cage in the bird and it just <laughs> you remember that video of me on facebook <laughs> where it's me in college and i have a thromatrope did you guys <laughs> and it's like what scott pilgrim and ramona kissing and it's like me oh, spinning vaguely. it and i'm just like in the background like i forgot that my face existed because i was just staring at the thing that's that's Johnny Depp, and it's like a really funny <laughs> um anyways uh i i love a good thromatrope it was it was fun to see uh can you say it one more time also. yeah thromatrope 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 my new drag Ooh. name um <laughs> 
so yeah, I mean, basically moving through the plot a little bit, uh, <laughs> some other people get killed. Uh, Johnny Depp gets yep. freaked out. Yep. Um, he then decides to go into the woods to try to like do some research, and he brings this kid with him. Which I will say, the kid <laughs> is like the only competent person in this whole fucking movie. Like, I stand this kid. Yes, Alec. <laughs> Okay, the first time I saw this kid, completely forgot about this character. And I was like, who is this, like, Natalie Portman and Les Miserables looking motherfucker in this movie? Because he looks, his hair is so, like, cut short. And there's something just about, like, the shape of his face. I was like, <laughs> he looks like Natalie Portman and Les Mis, right? Did anyone else see that? <laughs> I didn't have that feeling, but I saw Les Mis. I know what you're talking about. I actually haven't seen Les Mis, but, you know, she's only in it for, like, five seconds. I've seen the pictures. I've, I've never seen it either. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, he okay. looks like a little Victorian child. A little... Yeah, Wait, anyways, we, we go sorry, to the woods to start... can I just start... read this message that my aunt sent me? Yes. I don't know what this means. It says, breaking news, school closings, and whether their song, this is this Mercedes-Benz Michael B. Jordan and January Jones will join us with music from Cigarettes After Sex and author and 16-time WWE world champion? That's gotta be like a accidental talk to text and like she was listening to the news or, or like a, I don't know, something. <laughs> Maybe. Or she did you know one of I'm those like, like autofill like challenges that they have. <laughs> oh, okay. She said follow-up message that just came in my grandma sent this to her on friday night and she called and asked what it meant and she had no idea she swears she didn't touch anything like she must have like yeah done like the voice to text thing anyway continue okay uh so anyways he takes this kid to the woods to do some research and (laughs) not on the kid he basically (laughs) uses the kid as a human shield which is like yeah come on that's pretty sad but he goes and talks to this witch in the woods um and i was watching this with blair and blair was like laughing at the witch's face and then later on when it's silly it's so when the horseman when the horseman gets his face back and it does like a very similar thing and and we were both like he just can't stay away from that large marge vibe like it's like very tim burton large marge like the eyeballs popping out in the tongue yeah um but yeah, so we meet this witch in the woods, and she basically is like, oh, the Headless Horseman's body is buried under this creepy tree. Mm-hmm. And so then... That tree. That oh tree. My God. tree. The I horseman the tree. that comes out of the tree's trissy, like, it opens up, <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> and I was like, oh Although, my God. Those tumbling heads at that point, too. Tumbling heads is the name of my new band, yeah. anyway. He, like, cuts into the tree, and there's, like, blood splurting in his face, and yeah. then, like, cuts a big enough hole, and then it's, like, full of, like, the heads. But they tumble down, like, I don't know, they're in, like, a gumball machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that thing in Zelda, and you get the... <laughs> yeah. You're like, yay! Oh, the Zonai. Yeah. Yep. I was like, what are you talking um, about? <laughs> so, yeah, I wrote down lots of heads. Um, <laughs> lots of heads. So basically we find out that the horseman is going after heads because he can't find his head, which means that someone in the village has his head and is controlling him by keeping his head away from him. And so he's going to mm-hmm. continue to go get more heads until he can get his head yeah. back. <laughs> um, uh, so we also throughout the movie are getting these like flashbacks of Ichabod's childhood, which we kind of briefly talked about, Mm -hmm. but we find out that his, yeah, 
we find out that his mom is hot. And also... <laughs> That's the big discovery. She... Also was maybe practicing some witchcraft. I think or... she was just drawing curly cues in the fucking ashes of the fireplace. And his dad was like, ooh. I thought she was just so hot she could fly. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> also, when he's recounting it to Christina Ricci, what is the term he uses about his mom? It's like... Milf. She, no, he was like, he says something like she was like an innocent or a simple or something. I'm yeah. like, so was she just like a bimbo? Like she just wasn't smart and <laughs> she was well, a bimbo with I big mean, knockers. I mean, he says that she's she an like, innocent, meaning like she wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. But didn't they also call like people with like um, mental hmm. disabilities like innocence? Oh, I don't know. I, I interpreted hmm. it as like. She was an innocent, meaning well, she yeah. shouldn't have been killed, like right. because she wasn't doing anything bad. Gotcha. Okay. Um, um, I took it that he was just saying, "Sex work is work, and that's fine." She wasn't. <laughs> Where was doing the sex that. work coming in? You, you, she, she's doing. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> I mean, I support <laughs> sex work, but like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, what else was mom doing? I don't know. I mean, she was just in the woods hanging out with her kid. Well, until you said the kid part, I was going to say my point exactly. She's just cruising also, in the woods. Who just has an Iron Maiden maiden hanging around? Okay, the house? Like, yeah, and that is scary. So then the dad, the dad shoves her into an Iron Maiden and kills her. Which the art is direction also, of that part is stunning, by the way. It the is, big white chapel, and then yeah, yum, and then the, yum, 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 the red carpet. Yeah. Ooh, gushers, yeah. Wild. Well, and so, and that's why Ichabod has those dots on his hands, right? Yeah, because he from backed the Iron up. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he it was like a chair covered with spikes, and he backed up and put his hands okay. on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And they stabbed his feet, his yeah. little thingies. I'm, I'm gonna say this: I never noticed those dots on his hands until that moment, and I was like, "Oh, he looks cool. at him like four times," and he's like, <sighs> "Yeah, but was I looking at him when he was looking at them?" <laughs> no, maybe clearly not. not. <laughs> clearly not. Um. So yeah. Then Christina Ricci is like, oh, my boyfriend's dead, oh. but I'm not that sad about it because I like you instead now. And Ichabod's like, you have bewitched me. And, uh... Ooh, sorry. Can we yeah. talk about how weird that little kid is, young Ichabod? <laughs> that li- <laughs> oh, yeah, there's moments he looked real creepy. And then sometimes I'm like, does he have a neck? I can't tell if he has a neck. He looks like... I don't know how else to say it. Like a drawing of a little cartoon Victorian boy that was in the Adams family or something. Like, yeah. I mean, he's... it is a Tim Burton movie. I, I feel like that sounds like. But exactly it looks right. like Tim Burton like created him for this movie. Like, this does not look like a normal child. He looks frightening. He has like those big old gappy teeth that he... <laughs> and the biggest eyes and like a bowl cut. I don't know. I was looking at this kid like, I don't think you're real. I think you're yeah. CGI, and I'm confused. You're ACGI. You're ACGI. <laughs> uh, I will say that Tim Burton specifically tried to stay away from CGI in this movie as much as possible because he wasn't happy with some of the stuff that was in Mars Attacks. So he wanted to do uh, stuff with practical uh, effects as much as possible. The perfect movie, Mars Attacks. Yeah. I mean, I just think, you know, you're always critical of your own work. I know, so I, know. I just um, love that movie. Well, he should have been more critical of his other work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this movie. Yeah, yeah, honestly, this is kind of the beginning of the end. So, uh... This is the end. But 
yeah, I mean, rest of the plot is pretty much, so Ichabod's, like, trying to solve who has the head and who's controlling the headless horseman. And he at first thinks it's Christina Ricci's dad because he's the one that would gain the most from, like, who's been being murdered in the town. Yeah, because we discovered it's, like, um... Uh, yeah, there's, like, uh, wills involved yeah, and, like, people, like people inheriting getting shit. land and money passed down. I'll say, yeah. I was so confused as to how this all worked. It doesn't this really is so much less con- This is so much less confusing than Clue, though, if no. you're, like, yeah. actually paying attention. <laughs> For me, I'm, like... It's, it's like one chunk like funnel of money and they're just going to different yeah. people well, they're killing off the like the 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 line of heirs or whatever i understand it until the reveal actually happens and then my brain is like say what now <laughs> well so you? basically then i will say they all end up in like the chapel at one point because the headless horseman's coming to get them mm-hmm. and the dad is in the chapel christina ricci's dad who's also uh dumbledore um, and he, <laughs> Ichabod's like, oh, everyone's fine because the Headless Horseman can't get through because it's like a hollowed ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, him. most iconic part is when he shoots that fucking, like, basically, like, fence post. Fence post. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> through the window. And harpoons him. <laughs> yes. And so he gets Dumbledore through the window. Um, and so in the Christina, chapel. <laughs> yeah, in the chapel. And then Christina Ricci's dad is now dead. Um, well, so, and he only he pulls him like through the the the, the churchyard, and yeah. only his head is sticking out the fence, and that's so he can yeah, chop it off. Yeah, chops it off. Well, and the other two people like shoot each other in the chapel, and that one guy's wig goes flying, and I love it. <laughs> it is pretty. Su- <laughs> there are such silly moments of this movie. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, um, but yeah, so then we find out that it is the stepmom all along. And but there's there's the red herring though because they yes, make you think they... it's probably Christina Ricci because she has like a like a spell thing drawn on the floor under Ichabod's she draws bed. the evil eye which yeah. actually is like a protection yeah but it's a protection spell because she like she had this book passed down from her mom and she thinks it's protecting him and then she tries to protect her father or maybe yeah. just everyone in the church I don't know um, in the church but yep it wasn't her yeah. And also the stepmom pretends that she's dead and kills like a servant and cuts her hand open to make Sad. it look like it was the mom. Or Sarah. I know. Or Sarah. She yeah. was like having an affair with that gross old man and then gets They were killed. all fucking like, gross old men in this movie. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's like just yeah. the time period for gross old men though. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens yeah. uh, for Truly. the ladies in the town. Um, But also shout out to the stepmom she was fine as hell too and all of her costumes were stunning like yeah the most beautiful garments on anyone in this movie were easily on the mom the yeah. curlicue dress like i know what? i so love good. that dress me? her last look is my favorite though because it's all this cording to make this like intricate outfit on top of yeah, like a normal like a dress it's so yeah cute. so it's just like completely like like there's holes in it it's see-through completely like, impractical uh, but it's so pretty oh, but i'm like if you're gonna be a witch like wearing something that looks like it defies gravity in some specs i was like good for you <laughs> um spoiler alert the witch in the woods is her sister yeah it's her and sister. they both saw the well she specifically saw the horseman get beheaded in real life when he was yeah. christopher walken yeah, yeah oh. and so then she kills her sister too because she's like, Rude. I just want everything for myself. Yeah. Um, Which is the one that's... Oh, no, because she was like, oh, you... Her sister helped them. That's why. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. But then also, she... Because her family grew up 
poor and they got their land taken away by mm-hmm. the other family and so yeah. she has this long con game of like 40 years mm-hmm. to like slowly work her way into the instead of this being like i'm gonna kill these people you know like wait five years and be like i'm gonna kill all these people in the night no she marries her way into the family is like fucking people then revives the horseman to get him to do her but it's like wild um yeah. I, and honestly I think that's why i get confused because I'm like, wait, you just wanted like the money back and revenge, but you're like yeah. in the family now. I was like, couldn't you have done anything? You're a witch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's so silly. It's wild. It's wild. But yeah, we do get a final like kind of fight sequence with the horseman because the stepmom is like, hey, kill Christina Ricci now. And so the horseman comes out, tries to kill Christina Ricci. There's like, they set the windmill on fire. Why does that windmill explode like that? It was not full know. of like TNT and gunpowder like, or what? something. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why did it explode like that? It was like an 80s car crash, like in an action yeah. movie. It was, it was so wild. good. Um, I do love too. So the way that she's controlling the headless horseman is with his head. And mm-hmm. so the, the horseman's like riding up to... <laughs> this mill and she just puts the head behind her back behind and she's like i don't have it the horseman can it. sense people hiding under the floorboards of a house not making a sound he rips a child also what happens to that child we never see that child again um I mean, he killed it but like they never talk about the child they're like he killed these other- anyway um he senses this child under a house being quiet but then the the stepmom just holds the skull behind her back and like he oh i don't know where my head is oh. he's like not Come there on. don't say it yeah, it's Come just on. such a, it's another, like, stupid campy moment of being like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then we finally make it all the way to the tree. They have, like, this crazy, like, chase sequence through the, on the street with, like, a carriage and the horseman is, like, on the back of the carriage. Johnny Depp mm-hmm. gets knocked off the carriage. It's, it's wild. Uh, and then we get to the tree and then, again, this kid that's with them is, like, the only one that's worth anything. Because Christina Ricci's just like, I'm just going to stand here and get murdered. And then the kid's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to help. Same. That would be me also. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Johnny Depp gets the skeleton head and gives it back to the horseman. And then the horseman's like, sick, now I have a bride. And, like, I guess. Oh. I don't know. And then eats uh, her mouth? Yeah. Oh, the weirdest kiss ever. Like, does he bite her tongue or her mouth? I don't know. There's a blood exchange, which maybe she's into, honestly. She doesn't doesn't look like she's into it. She's not into it. (laughs) I just meant the blood part of it. (laughs) Oh, maybe. She's got a blood kink, so I don't know if it's... Also, was the... um, So when the horseman puts his skull back on his head, we get this very long sequence of, like, his, like, musculature and, like skin like regrowing but it like Mm -hmm. when the skull is just sitting there it's giving very much like um what is that nicholas cage movie was it ghost rider yeah yeah (laughs) it just has like the flaming skull on his head yeah yeah i love it i do love to so they jump back into the tree but it's just like i don't know a big wall of blood that they jump into the trussy yeah the trees on its period so (laughs) you both need to stop (laughs) (laughs) Like it was wild them. i didn't know that they were going to jump into blood i guess i just never crossed well, my mind it was they're going to tour. like hell or whatever they're going to like the underworld or some shit yeah and hell's just blood yeah <laughs> just blood it's just blood it's hashtag just blood. just blood um 
sorry, Liz, I'll let you finish. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm basically I was done. Gonna, I was just going to say, um, I had to look toward the beginning because I was recognizing that the the title sequence music like really popped off. I was like, this doesn't sound like Danny Elfman, but it's a Tim Burton movie, so it should be mm-hmm. Danny Elfman. And then the name came up, Danny Elfman. I was like, wow, he really, he has the range, I guess. Even though this yeah. is like the only project I've ever, I guess, noticed that it sounds really... Mm-hmm. A lot more intense than his other music. It's usually a lot more playful. But yeah. yeah. He's got the range. <laughs> he's got the range. You gotta love some Danny Elfman. Yeah, I think he's good. Yeah, he is good. I like him. Um also I just wanted to mention the first time we meet Christina Ricci, uh, they're having this party and she's like blindfolded playing this game. She's like, the pickety witch, the pickety witch, who's got a kiss for the pickety witch? And I just it really made me tee. I love that part. Okay. But also in that moment too, they're playing this game where she's going to kiss someone while she's blindfolded. That's the whole game. And she does and then her, and her boyfriend's her... mad. Yeah, but her boyfriend's she like, She doesn't I even kiss him. him. Oh, she kisses him on the cheek. That's yeah. Funny. And he's like, Oh, how could you? And I was like, why did you play this game? Yeah. Uh, so weird. Men. Men, am I right? You're not wrong. But, uh, yeah, that's Sleepy Hollow. I don't I mean, there's not much more to it. It's, uh, based on the legend. And Tim Burton Legendary. made a movie. He did. Um, why do you like this, Liz? I don't know. I feel like this is, like, uh early dark academia vibes for me you know mm, yeah 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 yeah. and now i just love that genre it's like give me the vibes give me the spooky vibes where we're being a little bit scholarly uh-huh. did you uh, ever have like a hot topic shirt that said i too am strange and unusual i didn't mm. okay. that sounds right though <laughs> just wow, that hot topic rude. have that sorry yeah <laughs> i probably should have finished that statement that that sounds like a hot topic shirt well, I mean, oh, it definitely I'm 100% exists. Sure it exists. Oh, yes. it does. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, so because I... it's it's what Lydia says in Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. No, I'm much more like I wanted a big hat and then a camera. Like I would just like fully cosplay as the person, not wear a t-shirt of it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you wear a t-shirt of you cosplaying? No. Like as a, I would, I'd wear a photo <laughs> t-shirt with a photo of you cosplaying Lydia. <laughs> I mean, I can make that happen. Uh, <laughs> I've got some pictures. <laughs> a Poshmark shirt that says it was from Hot Topic. I just put it in the chat. Um, oh my yeah. god. Honestly, I kind of want it. It's a size large. You should buy it. But before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that you can find us on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generation Why Am I Like This fan page. If you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is Why Am I Like This at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, um, tell us which MILF you thought was the hottest in this movie, because um, there's some good choices in this movie. You know, yeah. turn of the century MILF right there. <laughs> like, turn of two centuries ago. It was like the 1799 when the movie Well, I didn't started. say turn of this century, just turn of the century. You know, the, the of century. A, of a century. <laughs> At century. The, the important uh, Let's century. do so many good things. <laughs> Uh, anyone dying to go first? Dying to go first. Ooh. Um, I can make something up to be happy about. <laughs> Great, go for it. Um, so yesterday we played a little one-shot campaign for my D&D group because one of our players going to be there yesterday and I won't be there next week. So they decided to put our main game on hold. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We did like a little 
um, noir style investigation slash like um, Ocean's Eleven. We have to break into a party, um, and I was a femme fatale, and I got to flirt with people, um, and then I also got to be <laughs> a poor Southern woman for some reason who told the same weird time? stories. Yeah. <laughs> I went undercover to talk to some maids and then I told weird stories to try and figure out if I could get a job at this house that we're supposed to break into. Um, it was very fun. Um, so I would say that is a mini good thing. And the other one is... Is it a campaign that like one of your friends wrote or yeah. is it something you got? Okay. Yeah. She's decided whenever more than one of us has to miss a game, she's going to do little one shots in like other parts of the world of the game we're playing nice. in. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So it's fun. Just kind of flesh out little side stories. Um, so it's fun. It is sad that I'll miss the second half of it, but <laughs> um, my friend and I, who like can't make the games decided to, um, our characters are twin sisters, but we're also druids and druids have the power to like turn into animals. So in the first session, I was like the sister there and I had a little cat and the next session we're going to switch spots. That, so people don't know. That's funny. Um, yeah, we were laughing about it because then, then <laughs> we both also have the exact same name. So <laughs> I was just like, so you're it's just, just playing the same me. character, <laughs> but not, which is why it's it's really great and stupid. Um, it in the race we're changelings. Um, you have a name and then you have a descriptor. So we both are Tamsin, but I'm Tamsin with the good hair because <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> God. Yeah, I take my characters very seriously. I can tell. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. Uh, and the other mini good thing is I just had my nails done because uh, this week is the premiere of the 30th season of Power Rangers. And so I wanted some Power Ranger nails. So I did that. I'm very thematic this week, even though I have to work that day and I won't be able to watch it for a while. <laughs> but I'll be celebrating in my brain. Nice. And that's nice. Me. Is. do you have any mini good things uh yeah i guess on the on the oh, okay on the thread of games you both muted and i thought maybe i lost connection again because i you know no, no uh sorry. on the thread of games uh blair and i recently went to dallas to visit my sister and while we were there we went to a game store and we got a couple different games and two of them that i really enjoyed was a game called spots that's like a dice game and basically you just have dogs with uh spots on them and those spots correspond to like how many dice you know how many dots are on like a six-sided die Mm. and so Mm. you have to keep rolling the dice in different like ways to try to get all of the spots on your dog basically it's like it's very simple but it's a lot of fun we enjoyed that game a lot and then we also got a card game called scout and we have been really enjoying that as well um so i don't know just some fun new like kind of simpler games um but there's some strategy in them and stuff so we've been enjoying those cool sounds fun yeah um well and grand tradition of alec discovering many good things that are at least seven years old um i i've known of this show for a long time but i never tried watching it and i recently just discovered that it's all uploaded onto youtube um so i started watching the british version of the um panel show taskmaster which is Mm. really fun and stupid um this like the whole conceit is just that they get like five comedians together and they've had them do all these different really a lot of them are just really stupid a lot of them are kind of complicated tasks over the you know whatever few weeks before the filming of the show and then like they all get 
points for an episode based on which tasks they do. Um, and then there's like a winner for each episode and a winner for the whole series, which is usually about five to eight episodes. Um, it's just like funny. It's like some of them just do the stupidest things. Sometimes it's like paint a picture without, you know, getting within 10 feet of the mm-hmm. easel. Um, and like they do the stupidest things to either like, uh, you know, technically supersede the rules or they're just like trying to make really long paintbrushes. It's just like stupid shit like that. Um, yeah. But I really enjoy it. I'm currently on series five right now, four or five. Um, but it's the one with um, Mel from one of the original hosts of Bake Off. Um, but then also in the same group is uh, Noel, who is a current uh, host of Bake Off, which is, I think, really funny. Um yeah, I'm just having a good time watching it. And now, of course, because I'm watching those videos on my YouTube account, I'm getting like TikTok uh, videos from Taskmaster New Zealand. And <laughs> some of those are really fun also. They had this really cool one that was um, it was sort of like a scavenger hunt one, but the video was really funny. I enjoyed watching it. But yeah. yeah. Um, Vince will often send me Taskmaster TikToks of just stu- this one woman. I don't know what series it's from. But she's absurd, and it's all he says. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah and it's I, I I have known about it for a long time. One of my good friends, Kristen, um, has watched it for years and years, and she's always mentioned it, and I just have never gotten around to it. Um, also, uh, tangentially, they all have these little like parchment envelopes with a wax seal on it in red that they have to open oh. up, and it made me think of the beginning of the movie where they have the red yeah. wax seal. Yeah, it all comes. It circles back. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's our episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks for listening. Join us in two weeks when I'm going to be doing my spoopy. What? Oh, no. I'm just. Oh, you made a weird face. I was like, am I out of turn? I'm next, right? I'm an intern. (laughs) I'm an intern. I am an intern. Um, We'll be doing my spoopy month uh, selection, which will be the traumatizing movie 13 Ghosts. Can't wait. (laughs) Um, Talk to y'all soon. Bye. Have a happy spoopy season, everyone. Yeah. Go spoop yourself. Go spoop yourself. Bye. Bye. Bye.